um, it's Raylo. We got a big problem. Uh, Brock, who works with the sheriff, decided that, that it'd be either funny or okay with him to block me from the Massachusetts for Trump 2020 page, which I need access to because I need to post and also get all of the event information. This needs to be fixed now because I will find out where this little motherfucker lives and beat him a new asshole. Call me back. Hey, Tom. Hey, welcome. It's Mike Crawford, Young Jerks. I just want to do a mic check. Hope everything is working. We, we're trying to do a lot of new things here at the Young Jerks tonight. One of those things, hopefully, this is going to be a, a what is it, a, a living on a prayer moment. Hopefully, this works tonight. We're trying to make sure, number one, my volume works, that you can hear me. Please let me know you can. And number two, we want to check out this new phone line. But obviously, we started out with a couple clips tonight that you just saw. One was uh, announcing that next Sunday night at 730, we're going to have Massachusetts State Rep candidate. She's the Democratic primary winner she's going to be on the show she got more votes in the primary than uh the incumbent the republican we're really happy to have her back on the show next week uh you just saw the intro with her michelle mullet next sunday 7 30 p.m hopefully we'll be taking calls with her our new phone number 617-297-7213 please let me know that you can hear me number one if you're listening on facebook or twitter and number two, let us know if the phone line works. I know uh, when we bring new phone lines on the show over the last six years, it took time for people to uh, catch on to the new phone number and call in. But I'm hoping tonight we get at least one call to make sure this works. Please do so. But we're, we're playing clips tonight from right local right-wing violence is what we're calling it because uh, we're seeing this a lot. We've been viewing it. Uh, we've been seeing Michael Picard and Steve Schaefer and Rod Weber and Lauren Pispisa and some others trolling uh, some of these folks that come up uh, to the North Shore and all across Massachusetts. Uh, local Trumpers, Diana Ploss, someone who I trolled early on in Swampscott outside the governor's house, as well as uh, this, this candidate for office, Rayla, Rayla Campbell. She acted like a victim earlier this year because of Monica Cannon. I, I saw a lot of uh, white folks coming at me because I'm friends with Monica Cannon and uh, asking me to disown Monica, asking me, because Monica said some things that were outrageous about Rayla, right? But I don't see any, and I, I didn't discount Monica. I'm never going to discount Monica. Monica is a, a grown person. She's doing her own thing. I don't never know the whole story there. I don't think anyone does. But I noticed they're not calling out Rayla. And, and Monica never got violent. Rayla has gotten violent on several occasions recently. We have a phone call. We're going to take the phone call. Let's see who we got. It's the first call. Oh, we lost them. <laughs> call in again. I screwed up the phone number. Oh, someone just called us. That would have been our first call. But again, Mike Crawford here, young jerks. I'm just kicking off with a bang. We're playing clips tonight. We've got a new setup. We can get phone calls. Uh, we just had one ring through, and I and I dropped the call. Please call back. I want I want to accept your call next time. Uh, but again, I was talking about right wing violence because we're seeing this. We're playing the clips. Uh, even a local Trumper. We just played a clip in audio that made local news uh, just the last couple of days about Rayla Campbell, who's running for Massachusetts state rep. She was a big victim of Monica Cannon Grant. Everyone was crying about words that Monica used against Rayla. Now Rayla, uh, just in a week, has had two incidents that turned violent. 
I've also witnessed her being violent with other people like Rod Weber, the screaming in his face. Uh, she is definitely someone that is a little bit scary, and you can see it. We're going to play some of the clips uh, where she goes after Michael Picard. She rips his sign off. Uh, and obviously Diana Ploss, too. She's someone who got right in my face. I felt like it was violence the way she was treating me. And we see her do that over and over again. Uh, and now Steve Schaefer. You know, Steve Schaefer and Michael Picard are two guys from Connecticut that come up and they troll Diana Ploss. And they troll uh, Rayla. And it's been very interesting to see what's going on with that because over time it's gotten more and more violent. And uh, there's been knives, there's been fist fights, there's been cameras stolen, there's criminal complaints. We're going to play some of those clips tonight, maybe a couple of them, uh, and hopefully get some phone calls. Our new phone number, again, 617-297-7213. I missed someone's call. I'm very upset. Please call back because it, it it'll be our first call. I screwed that moment up for us. I want to ask, can, can anyone hear me? Uh, I'm, I'm looking only at one thing right now, one room only, and it's the... Uh, the what do we call that the uh oh man i can't even remember the room the room the chat room or, or the room on facebook that i started i don't see any comments yet i see a lot of people listening but no comments i hope everything is working so far i hope you can hear me perfectly clear again the telephone number 617-297-7213 uh someone left a comment let's see hi mike yes your audio is good thank you because i can't hear anything on my headphones we just set up the two new screens tonight uh, we set up a new telephone number, and for some reason, I can't hear anything on my headphones, so that's why I was wor wondering if everything was working correctly. Uh, but so far, it looks like everything is good. We got the phone call uh, definitely working. We had a phone call earlier, but I missed it. Human error on my part. Please do call it, call back in, because we have a lot to talk about tonight. So we're play we, we start out with uh, Michelle Mullet, that clip, and then we played a, a clip, an audio that we're going to play throughout the show tonight, and it's Rayla basically calling her fellow Trumper Republicans in Massachusetts. Rayla Campbell is a candidate uh, for U.S. Congress running against Ayanna Presley, and Rayla is basically threatening people, and local Trumpers have called her out on this. They're, they're basically uh, now calling her out on it, and, and it looks like they may even press charges because she threatened violence. We have a phone call. Who's on the phone right now? It's Lauren and Ron. Lauren and Ron, do I have you both at the same time? Yeah, we're right here on speaker. Can you hear us? I only can hear one of you. And I hear, I can hear now. Our phone's ringing off the hook. <laughs> I'm here too. I can hear I Ron. I was trying to play that Rayla clip all day today at the protest. Hold on one second. Let me turn off this ringer if I can. <laughs> all right, there we go. Because you know what? I, I now I'm hearing you through my speaker on my monitor instead of my headphones. Yeah, phone it's, calls are hard sometimes. Yeah, you know what I'm going to try to... I, I don't dare to. If I move my whole s system back to my other computer, I bet it would work. But, uh, yeah, you've had a lot of run-ins. Oh, yeah. With with specifically Rayla. I don't know about Diana Plus, but why don't you tell us about some of those, and maybe I could figure out a way to plug my headphones into the, mo into the other monitor, and maybe that will work out for me. We've had a lot of run-ins. I mean, they do like four standouts a day between them. So I hear they don't get along, and uh, they've gotten uh, increasingly more violent and ridiculous every time. Um, and they don't, you know, they say they're for free speech, but they're not. Uh, so today I, I actually have an auxiliary input on my megaphone, and I was trying to play that same uh, that same answering machine message 
that Rayla left on a Brock Cordero, the head of the Republicans in Massachusetts, uh, voicemail for blocking her on Facebook. She threatened to beat him a new asshole, I believe right. is the term. Yeah, we're going to play and that so again. Do you, guys, do you guys want to hear that call? We want to hear that one more time? I don't know if you can hear this. Let me know if... I'm going to play the clip. I can it's, hear you, yeah. Okay. Let me play the clip one more time. So, play the clip. Let me see if you guys can hear it, too. Okay. We got a big problem. Uh, Brock, who works with the sheriff, decided that, that it'd be either funny or okay with him to block me from the Massachusetts for Trump 2020 team, which I need access to because I need to post and also get all of the event information. This needs to be fixed now because I will find out where this little motherfucker lives and give him a new asshole. Did you hear that? Oh yeah. It's kind of on delay, but yeah. Yeah. No, but you you were you listening to it on your phone instead of actually listening to it on on on? It's weird. It had like a replay. I have my phone on your Facebook, and I heard it. It's just a delay. Yeah, we can't hear it through the phone. We just did it on the replay. But, so. you know, it, it okay. sounds about right. That's Rayla for you. Okay, yeah. cool. So it didn't come through so through we, the actual phone call, though? You didn't hear it through the phone call? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Okay. That's interesting because we're setting things up, and I think I, I'm figuring out some things. So thank you for okay. that. But yeah. but so so there you go. We have the clip, and we're going to keep playing it throughout the show. Um, that's, that's the way to do it. Yeah, and I mean, she also got attacked this week, but she she basically started the fight too, which she always does. I wouldn't say she got attacked. I mean, uh, it was New Bedford, and uh, she got up in young teenage girls' it was like faces. High school kids. Yeah, that were like twerking and like saying "fuck you," and then she decided to like you know throw down with them as a grown woman running for Congress. It's a bad look. Uh, which harkens back to my experience with her uh, a month and a half or so ago in Dorchester, uh, which also uh, Mike Picard came out to that event, but I had not really had any interaction with her. I had seen her at a couple things, but that was the first big interaction. I didn't know who she was. And uh, we went out with the big uh, oversized dicks for Trump. And uh, she just, uh, I, I asked for an interview and she started screaming in my face. And I'm, I'm sure you've seen that one. But. Oh, yeah. that That's the one. I, I felt like that was violent. Like if, if you were anybody else and you wanted to go to the police, you could obviously press charges because that, that was very, that was well, ridiculous. It's funny you should mention that. There was plenty of police around and I did uh, say that it was a little bit violent and, um, you know, maybe they should do something. But you know, I have my anarchist tendencies, and I'm I'm not going to do it any more than uh, ask a member of the press, uh, you know, to make a point to, uh, to just to show her hypocrisy. And so I didn't really push it. <laughs> you know what's funny? Well, you also, actually, Rod, Rod, I have to point out that because I want to make sure people know, like, you also tell cops to fuck off right to their faces. I would never do that. You do it, though. Right? All the time. Yeah. All the time. Hello, when, Officer Dipshit. No, but when they deserve it. I mean, I, uh, you know, if a cop shows me respect, I will treat them respectfully. Um, but in, in nine times out of ten at these things, they really don't. Right. I taught them how to do the can-can today and twirl their <laughs> batons. That's true. Yep. I mean, Lauren was dancing around with the cops. That was really weird towards the end. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have a video of that, but it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, uh, they were threatening me, citing my... Uh, case and i was like what if i get a job with you teaching you all how to dance <laughs> she's a good dancer yeah but anyway um so the thing about rayla is that the, one of my big problems with her is that she's suing the uh, uh elections department 
for not including her on the ballot. And so we went to her when she was having that rally in uh, downtown uh, in front of the elections department, suing Galvin. Yeah, it was downtown Boston. And uh, we actually asked, how many signatures in the spring did you get? Did you get that entitles you to be on the ballot? And she would not give me an answer. All she did was swear at me and spit in my face. That's right. That was another moment that she... That was another moment she got unhinged. She was, like, violent. That, 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 that... That like technically is violence. Like you could charge, you could press charges on something like that. Um, and it's hard to describe when we're just putting in words. But if you go back to that Dorchester event, I mean, it is she is really, really, really unhinged. You really just have to see yeah. the video. Um, and it, I, don't, I don't think it conveys it properly. Yeah. You know the way that we're trying to describe it because I honestly just said, "Can I get an interview?" And that's what pro- provoked provoked her to just scream in my face. And she says. Stop following me. And it's like, well, wait, hold on. Like, you're, I, I said it. She passed me. And then she came back and gets in my, I'm like, well, you're actually getting in my face. I'm no, no longer following. Not to mention, right. uh, in front of the Roxbury Police Department, uh, the, a couple weeks later, she was there with uh, an ex-cop on that Brady list that Rachel Rollins released, Leah, who threatened to stick her dogs on us for being there uh while Rayla was blasting a megaphone to disrupt a protect black women rally where Monica had a bunch of black women speakers oh, lined yeah, up yeah yeah that 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 protest that, was yeah. evil the one down at the Boston uh, uh police rally was what was that like 2 3 weeks ago and she yeah. was just in everyone's faces and uh she had a bunch of big guys with her and if you came near them they got in your face and they would kind of do that chest bump thing and you know just keep you away uh just so Rayla could you know play this this whole thing of Monica Cannon, which honestly, I, I think it's a great rant that, that yeah. Monica was on. I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I don't, I don't know why she thought it was detrimental to, to anything that Monica was doing. Yeah. Also like she, not, not just for Monica, but for all the black women speakers that Monica had lined up, it was extremely disruptive Yeah. and rude. Yeah. And you know, so today we, we have a clip, we had a clip of the one you were just playing of uh, Rayla's, uh, you know, voicemail. So we were trying to get close to Rayla to, you know, kind of do the same thing to her, give her a taste of her own medicine. But the cops uh, did not like that very much. You were going to play her, her voicemail back to her? Yo, we had it. We were doing it. But they wouldn't. I, I jumped a barricade. They didn't let me get any closer. They had kind of escorted me out. And I was like, come on, I'm a journalist. Well, I got to ask they, you both a question because yeah. I got to ask you more questions. So we have Rod Weber, the famous Rod Weber, and Lauren Pespiza. Both Lauren. well known now. I mean, really, you, you, Lauren, you start out on our show. Now you have a bigger name, probably from Turtle Boy, <laughs> which is oh, funny because no, I, I want to mention Turtle Boy today too. But before oh, we go there, I want to ask you how many times he should would I? Love that. No, how, no, don't give him airtime, dude. Don't give him airtime. Well, I'm going to mention one thing about him. I'm going to call him out on something tonight. But uh, okay. Ra- Rayla, anyways. She, you know, that clip that we played because I have like three or four clips tonight of Rayla. I could, I, I didn't get to the clips that we just mentioned with, you know, how she yelled at you guys, but um, I definitely want to play some of them. But the clip, you know, I want to continue to play that that same clip over and over again, where she's yeah, threatening like Trumpers. She's down, down. She's yeah. threatening everyone's Antifa, everyone's left wing, everyone's a Marxist, but now she's threatening <laughs> local Trumpers, and local Trumpers yeah. are going to the press. And the and the local police about Rayla and her thugs who are who the Trumpers say are armed. Um, I want to ask you, how many they times are. should I play yeah. that clip tonight? I played it twice. How many times should I play that clip on the show tonight? Over and over. Let her take get a taste of her own medicine, just like she did to Monica. What do you think? 
Watch this, Fox. That's poetic justice. She's an unhinged, crazy person. Over you know and what? over? Even the Republicans don't like her. Right. And the thing about, the, I want to bring up Turtle Boy is, you know, Turtle Boy, when earlier this week, Rayla had an incident with those two younger women where she got in a fight with them, a physical altercation. There's a yeah, candidate running for office. Yeah, she came up on them and said, want to go. Yeah. And it, it didn't even look good for her. And, and, and Turtle Boy, of course, had her on her show. He he even he had some mild criticism for her. Like, really, do you want to be fighting people in the street? Do you think this is good for your campaign? Even he had that criticism. And I oh, want yeah. to know where Turtle Boy is today, because now this has come out that you, she's even threatening Republicans. Even Trumpers are getting where is Tur there's no story on Rayla. If it was any of us, if it, he, he spent more time on you, Lauren, you haven't assaulted anyone. No, I would never. I'm a very yeah. peaceful person. I'm just asking questions. So where's Turtle Boy today? His, his, his someone who he spent all this time on. She's she's had a week of assaulting people. I no, 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 no. Threatening assaults. What? No, I mean that, that's the thing. He's 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 trying to fucking embarrass Lauren and putting out whatever those pictures, which she shouldn't be embarrassed by whatsoever. I don't think you should be giving him any kind of airtime because he's trying to do the provocative kind of thing that he should just be shut down for. Treat him like one of the fascists. He doesn't. Don't give him a platform by doing this shit. Fuck that guy. He's not worth Fuck it. And also, I, I'm I'm more concerned with what he does to other people, like political candidates. That's what I'm saying. Like Aishon and uh, you know people running like that city council and Lawrence Salazar, as well as people speaking out against evictions at Charlie Baker's and house. And innocent uh, people. I mean, I've heard ago. from a lot of people who Absolute. he's teacher, accused teacher. them of things they didn't do. Absolutely. I mean, he you know like he made up a fake comment about a neighbor I never had. You know, I mean, yeah, those pictures were real. It was a great horror movie. I suggest you all check it out. <laughs> he, you know, okay, run my Corey. I'm open about who I am. But at the same time, I'm more worried about everybody else he goes after than I am about myself. Because, what's he, you know, you all know me. He's, yeah, fuck it. He's a no one. He's like, he literally just has a crush. Well, I think, yeah, I think he definitely does have something for you, Lauren. Well, I don't want to give him that time. I, I, I didn't see him today, but the cops probably didn't let me get close enough. Yeah, listen, we, we, we had a lot of fun today. You know, we brought a good effigy out there. Uh, that was a thing. Uh, Lauren went out there as E.G. and Carol. For those of you who don't know who that is, uh, it's uh, Lauren, do you want to chime in? E.G. Carroll is a, uh, a advice columnist that was uh, raped by Donald Trump in a dressing room and spoke out against it and has DNA evidence. There are also 32 other women who have accused Donald Trump of rape. And uh, E.G. Carroll is kind of the, you know, the 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 most grotesque one, I guess the most gross story, but also uh, our the friend, most solid. the most solid. solid. Yeah. There's DNA evidence. And Embry uh, did a great job dressing up as Embry Trump. Galen. Embry Galen, one of our friends. And we uh, had Embry dress up as Trump. And I ripped out uh, the heart of Trump, like Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom style and yelled Kalima <laughs> and uh, did a chaos magic ritual. And we all danced around a burning effigy of Trump right in front of the Trumpers. Which, yeah, it was I a saw good that. Time, right? That was excellent. I thought that was very well done. <laughs> You got a lot of attention. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not about attention so much, but we live in a post-fact society. And I thought what I've determined is that unless you have piles of money and you're donating it to the uh, corporate media, then, you know, there's a couple things we can do. We can do podcasts like this and we can speak rationally. And those of us who are on our side will hear us. You're hearing me. Lauren's hearing me. We're all hearing each other. But beyond that, the, the only way that we can really make a, a crack in the mainstream media, there's there's three things. There's there's humor, there's spectacle, and there's trolling. Give and them a picture. So 
Give them a friggin' yep. picture because you know what? I'd rather have them have a picture of you guys doing the counter protests than those super, super fun idiots over there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, John so Hugo. That's what I liked about it. When I say get the attention, uh, I look at the press and I say, you did it early on. And that's another thing I know about, you know, for people who are into activism or pro, you know protest or advocacy, the press usually come early and then they leave. So they catch that's the first true. half hour. They they want to go back and get the picture you know back to the to the outlet so they can you know put it up as quick as possible before anyone else. Yeah, pretty much, and that's why we got there as soon as we could. And honestly, uh, you know, they're they did their big spectacle uh, a year ago, and uh, there whatever reason they decided not to do that big parade. Uh, they don't have Miley Yiannopoulos. I don't know why he's not behind it. No money, uh, but it, it, yeah, it could be that. Even Samson is sick of his friends. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> this is the hilarious thing because I, I want to point this out. This I know you guys, both of you guys. I voted today. I did something Good. I haven't done for a long time. I voted for a friggin' Democrat for president. I mean, I know you're not, but I see people more united. Like you know, it's weird. It's just from the left to. Uh, even Republicans, like just against Trump, against the idiots like these people, against the violence yeah. of like people like Rayla, against the bullshit of Samson. Do you feel that like that that we're yeah. starting to see a turning point? Whatever this is, that like they're oh, losing, no. they're running scared, they're being laughed at. It's not working anymore. Well, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against you there and say that I believe that we're gonna get eight years of Trump, and uh, you know whether it's because he cheated or whether. Uh, you know, he gets it for real. I see that there's a lot of progressives and anarchists out in the street who are just not taking it. And uh, like, I hear you. I understand why there's a reason, uh, you know, to go against Trump because he is a big fucking dumpster fire. Uh, but really, you know, the way that I look at it, uh, Glenn Greenwald, it's not just me. There's plenty of people out there. Chris Hedges is also of this opinion that if you just simply give them your vote, you say blue no matter who then there's no way to get them uh, back on course. Noam Chomsky, who I interviewed recently, has a fucking bullshit opinion about voting for Biden because uh, uh, he says that Trump is an existential threat to the fucking uh, the climate. And that, that's bullshit because Biden is pro-fracking. So any of the things that they're putting out there are not grounded in reality. I, I understand why people are voting for Biden. I see what you're saying about, you know, making a change there. But really, you listen to Greg Palace and any of the things that he's saying already. So seven million voters were bounced off the voter rolls in uh, 2016 uh, that would have gone to Clinton. Uh, and they didn't want to talk about that. Jill Stein was the one that was putting that forward. But the Democrats didn't want to do it because they cheated. The fucking Podesta emails fucking showed that. And so they decided to sweep it under the rug. And so now... Uh, Greg Palace is now showing through his lawsuits um, that all these votes are being bumped off the voter rolls. It's 17 million that are already gone now. And so the mail-in votes in Florida are 7 million alone on top of that. So we're talking 20 or 30, and we're just getting into one or two states that I'm talking about here. Then on top of that, if uh, you know Trump does more shenanigans with the mail-in votes, uh, there could be uh, basically like the Gucci riot, which happened in 2000. That was the, the shit with Jeb Bush. Um, and Roger Stone, how they fucking took over that election. I really think uh, that we're in a fucked up place, and I don't believe that uh, voting on that big scale doesn't. I'm all about the local voting. I'm with Lauren on that. I think that's the way that we can help things. That's but usually what, you know, it's funny, Rod. You know me, because that's usually what I focus on, and we, we have a big uh, 
local campaign coming on next Sunday at 730. Uh, Michelle Mullet challenging uh, a longtime Brad Jones Democrat state rep. But uh, yeah. today, now I feel like we, we have to talk about national politics. And I, I think that uh, some of what you're saying is correct, but I feel like this vote is going to be so large that it's not going to matter. We'll see. I mean, we, we don't know until it's over. Uh, well, we're, we're just but, starting but voting they, in most places, and they listen, couldn't they knock a lot off. If they'd, if they'd challenged interstate cross-check in, in 2016, Clinton would have won. But why, right. So why didn't she do it? Ask, ask yourself that. And the reason is because... They cheated, and so they didn't want to bring it up. She we, won. She, yeah. no, she, there were 7 million votes that were purged because of interstate cross-check, and she did not challenge it. What does she, that tell She didn't you? challenge that a lot of things. She, she ran a terrible campaign. Let's put it that way. Right, no, she didn't yeah, even go it, to like places like Michigan where she only lost by like 30,000 right, votes right, or something. No, no, fuck that. Fuck that. No, I, I get that. I, I agree with you on those points. But I'm saying, why didn't she fucking challenge the you, well, I think you have a point there. Like she, she was corrupt, too. She had, there, was, there was things right, revealed yeah. on those emails, uh, and especially it, right. with what they did to Bernie. But I, I, do, uh, I do not just want to so, talk but, about but, it. Trump but it is and, important and, to remember that Donald Trump is like the, uh, you know, the the major asshole of the situation by is. far. He's crazy. But also, I mean, um, what is Biden going to do to stop evictions? What, what, say that again. What is Biden what? What is Biden going to do to stop evictions? Well, that's that's my was going to be actually my next question, not just about evictions, but just in general. I think a yeah. lot of us like myself that think like. What happens next? I think that, you know, we're looking at. I I believe that Biden's going to win. I, I could be wrong, but I think he's going to win win big. So. And I think the I thing is, so. what do we do then? Because uh, he could right. be one term. Donald Trump could run again. His son could run again. Uh, I think that the Trumpers and Trump are not going to go away in a lot of respects. And you know, where do we go from there? I think that's a big point because there's so many Both issues go. from COVID to housing to jobs. Yep. I mean, all these people that got laid off. So, uh, and to yeah. the, you know, economic, the environment, the fires, like we could be here all day talking. We, you know, we know all the ills. Yeah. And, and, you know, you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, people, you know, I've got a lot of friends that are, you know, phone banking for Biden in other States right now. And I'm like, I would love for you to spend that energy on a local candidate or a local issue that actually can make a difference in Massachusetts because people will be out on the street, tomorrow yeah when they get that notice to quit and that's really scary that's yeah. death and so I, I you know I, I don't just do this you know shenanigans burning trump effigies you know messing with rayla i mean they suck and it's you know like i've been laid off for months and it sucks and all of this but also you know to draw to draw attention to the real issues uh the housing crisis in boston is uh pretty pretty much number one as well as covid which trump has done a terrible job with um I'm sure Biden would do a little better, but I'm not sure how much. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's up to us. I just hope that people that are yeah. energized now are energized after he gets in office and makes him follow through. I want to ask you a few Me more too. questions while you're here, because you've been at these protests with uh, Michael Picard and Steve Schaefer. Uh, well, I don't want to say we're not the same politically. A no, I understand that. Okay. Those guys yeah. are, I'll just say it, those guys are like far right, anarcho-capitalist, whatever they call themselves. They're whatever crazy politically. They're crazy politically. Yeah. 
Basically. They're fun, though. You know? They are fun. And I think they're good people on, on top of it. Like, yeah, I don't think they, they are good people. They won't stab you or swear at you yeah. or, 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 or and they steal get, you. And they get hurt even more than us. Yeah. So, well, speak for yourself. <laughs> so, on, you've, Mike, you've seen some of the attacks on them, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, he's talking about he got stabbed or, or someone tried to stab him. What's that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I have not seen the actual stabbing, but I've seen a photograph, a still from the video, and the guy absolutely does pull a knife. Um, as I don't think he's released the video of uh, you know it, it going further than that. Um, but uh, you know, uh, Lauren in Londonderry, New Hampshire, she got she got choked out by one of these guys. I got punched in the face. There's lots of those things, and even today on the mainstream news, they were showing. Steve Schaefer being dragged across the street by these fucking people. Um, so I, you know, I, I can't speak to you about any more than the steel. I did see the steel of the knife. And so Steve is one of these guys because he's an anarcho capitalist. I, I believe he's trying to profit off of this. He trickles it out, but I did see the steel photo and you know, God love him. But yeah. I, I'm, I I'm against him. his politics, but I'm ready to give his money, give him money for the trolling. He does. He's exactly. These guys are good guys. He wore a tutu today. They work hard. These do. These two guys are trolls for anyone listening that don't know Steve Schaefer. I just put him on the screen so you can get an idea of him. Allah bless America. He comes in ridiculous uniforms and costumes to Trump events and basically trolls them. And they get really mad, and he's just doing free speech, and they attack him, they hit him, they steal his cameras. And they're supposed to love free speech, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Michael Picard does the same thing. We're going to play some videos of that, too, uh, later on in the yeah. show here, of Michael Picard yeah. getting attacked and having his sign uh, ripped out of his hand from uh, Rayla. Uh, Diana Floss yep. also does this stuff to Steve a lot. Uh, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. so Diana Floss, uh, she, she's stolen cameras from Steve. There was one particular day at the governor's mansion where there was a total of four cameras stolen. That was the week after I had my iPhone stolen, which is more expensive than, than Steve's GoPros. That was a thousand dollar item because uh, I, I, I got the I got the top end shit at Standing Rock because I wanted to be able to do the greatest like, you know, live streams and all that shit or whatever. You know, they stole that one and I got it on or someone else got it on video, obviously not on my camera. Uh, but so they stole my shit. Um, and then it was Steve and Picard and then their other guy. I'm not going to name because he doesn't want to be named anymore. But I'm just saying, like, they just they steal this shit over and over again. And there's a, this woman in the blue and white uh, Blue Lives Matter car. Uh, Steve was looking for her. So I was like, yeah, I got a video of that. And it goes on and on week after week after week. This shit goes back to even like 2016 in Warwick, Rhode Island. Uh, Trumpers stealing shit, out, cameras out of my hand. Um, and Standing Rock, I had cam- like three cameras stolen from me. This is what they do. This is their new tactic. And the and, police protect them. And the police protect them. And even so, even in Quincy the other week, so uh, we bring a flag out there to burn. And, uh, you know, so initially they kind of push me away. I jump over the beach wall. I go to the beach. I start lighting it. And then this guy, Tony Fed, he steals it away from me. And so I, I'm trying to be the dutiful uh, talking to the cops guy. Oh, you're not doing your job. While Lauren balls to the wall, like just gets in this guy's face. That was <laughs> fucking great of her. Um, and then, um, you know, we, we, uh, you know, ultimately found another flag to, uh, burn on the other side of the street. They grow up uh, on the back but, of pickup trucks. But so they don't, tip. they just don't give a fuck about law and order. And you see it over and over again. It happened in Wilmington. It happened in Londonderry. And, oh, to get back to Steve and Mike. So fucking Mike in Wilmington gets down on his flag. And this was kind of included in my video there. And they just lose their mind. Um, 
you know, just because what? It's a symbol. I know. Um, they get you know, so mad if someone steps on a flag. Rod, I want to ask you and, and Lauren about uh, your phone. When your phone got stolen in Wilmington, I saw that. Uh, and yeah. also, like Steve having his phone stolen, he said he's pressing yeah. charges against these folks. Have you heard of any like anything on court cases? Have you pressed charges? Have you identified who stole your phone? I think you did. I know that uh, uh, Steve knows who stole his stuff in several instances. What's going on with those yeah, cases? So we uh, we we did identify the woman in Wilmington. Uh, I mean, like her her face, but we we don't have her name or any of those things. Uh, so I wasn't able to go after, but the police did find my audio recorder and they wouldn't give it back to me because I was unwilling to give them a driver's license, despite the fact that they communicated uh, via email uh, several times. And so I, you know, I tried to make the case that, um, well, if you're willing to have these communications with me, you seem uh, sure that I am the person who owns this thing. And they didn't really give a fuck about that. Basically, uh, my assertion is that they they were just trying to dox me there. They wanted my information, so I wasn't willing to participate. Which has happened before. Um, so yeah, and yeah, it's, and I don't want to get into the people who have doxed me. Um, but then uh, then there was Arlington, and um, there was some people that were grabbed because they attacked me when I was holding. I, I was using Lawrence Bullhorn, uh, which they stole from me, and they actually grabbed the person that stole it from me, and they asked if I would press charges, and I said no, I'm not. I try to pick my battles here, and I'm doing a federal lawsuit against Donald Trump, which has taken two years. And uh, it's all good and fine if Steve wants to spend every uh, waking hour in a courtroom. Um, but I'm going to try to pick my battles here, and it's going to be for the, the really serious ones. I'm willing to work within the system uh, when I think it's necessary. Um, but I also don't want to just be you know, fighting with all these fucking belligerent jerks that – you know that 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 are you know they've already proven their hypocrisy, and that's what's important to me. So, so for me, what's important, and I agree with Rod on that. You know, when I was choked out and I was asked to, you know, give a statement, I I declined. So it was all on camera. They can figure it out for themselves. Um, what the issue? You know, I'm not trying to use the system that I am currently protesting. Um, at least not at this point. I have not been. You know, like, uh, my bones haven't been broken. I've had a few things broken belongings, property, whatever. The issue that I'm, I'm mostly concerned about is the fact that, uh, you know, people are going to be on the street. People are going to be leaving their homes yeah. in a pandemic, and we're going to need this energy. These counter-protesting... That's what's important. And these counter-protesters have energy, and we can, we can do this to block evictions. We can use this. So, I mean, all of this is... Obviously, Trump sucks, and obviously, Nazis and alt-right and, you know, white supremacists are terrible... And, but this is also kind of a sideshow to this main event that will be swept under the rug if we do not bring attention to it. Yeah, which is why we go to these uh, housing protests. Uh, yeah, so we still go to Charlie Baker's house, and we do that as well. And I do have Jamie Eldridge on tonight on Renters, or tomorrow night on Renters Radio at 7 p.m. to discuss his new bill, uh, the Heroes Heroes Act, that he will be. Right. Uh, or we just spent the past two hours talking with Daryl Lamont Jenkins, uh, yeah. who is uh, one of the big Antifa guys for you know decades now. And, you know, check that out on my web page, uh, you know, because uh, he I mean, he's really keyed into what's going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, across the nation. And like these all right evil stuff, but they, they are. I mean, I want to say, like, I hopefully I feel like they are losing some steam in some sense. Yeah. They don't have any floats anymore. Right. True, yeah. The cops were laughing at us. 
with, well, with, with us, us, at, with them. us yeah. at them, you know, even though they were protecting them, which is a good sign. I did get threatened by one of them who was like, you're on superior court probation. Be careful. I'm like, yo, is heckling illegal? Right. Um, but, you know, uh, that was a little alarming. But uh, So wait, the, wait, the issue that, was, that cop knew you were on probation? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Some yeah. cop came up to us on camera and was like, hey, you're on superior court probation. You better be careful. And I'm like, is heckling illegal? Right. You want to come to the orgy later? <laughs> I'll make sure we're not we're wearing socks so it's not illegal. Right. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. I don't I, know. I, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, there's other people who get up in Rachel Rollins' face while she's speaking out for Black Lives Matter and speaking out against police brutality and releasing lists of corrupt cops who we have been victims of, as well as countless black people. So you know, like I'm, I, I don't feel like what what we're doing is wrong and what we're calling attention to is criminal maybe no we're I, you know what I, I think i think i agree with you so much for the average person that maybe doesn't think about as radical as we are because i don't think we're that radical yeah. in a lot of respects but i know some some of our audience may maybe thinks that but the results this year like that we now have a list that rachel rollins has released of the all the bad officers right. not all of them but at least a good number they're on a list yeah rachel rollins had them on the, the list, list. Yeah. and now the public has them on the list and not just her right. I, but also uh, Mary and Ryan and other DAs across yep. the state. Yep. There's a lot <laughs> more happening to get rid of the bad police. That's my big thing. Right. The biggest thing on exactly. policing is we know who the bad police are. We know we shouldn't have to wait till they have 13 or 14 complaints against them. At a certain right. point, I mean, it should be like, this one has too many complaints. Molester. He needs to go. Yes, and the, the head of the police union was a child molester. Oh, right. my goodness. This is, got this away is with the it. system. Broken. You the know, blue he got wall away with of it, silence so. needs to end. Exactly. I want to thank you guys so, you know, for calling in. Thank you, Rod Weber yeah. and Lauren Pespiza, who have been on the phone. Exactly. They're talking about what they went through this week and, and just covering a lot of stuff over the last months. There's so uh, much. <laughs> is there any last things you want to leave? Because we do have some other calls we want to get to, too. Yeah, just uh, plug the show from the day. Uh, I'm Rod Weber on Facebook and Lauren, Lauren Pespiz on, on Facebook. And yep. uh, Renters Radio for tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, Renters Radio radio tomorrow night. Uh, Renters Radio Boston on Facebook and, uh, you know, podcast. We're going to have Jamie Eldridge call in. We're going to talk about some housing bills. Oh, uh, oh and on, on Twitter, I just posted the video of this, uh, like a short clip of the highlights from the day. It's great. Stuff. Yeah, but, uh, you know, we'll keep doing this. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate you, Mike. I really appreciate you continuing to support, uh, you know, whatever this movement is and to support transparency and accountability and Thank uh, you. the truth through all of this. I appreciate you so much. Thank thanks, you. Mike. We'll be listening tomorrow night, Senator uh, Jamie Eldridge. Thanks for calling, Lauren and Rod. Thank right. you. Have a good night. Take care. Thank you. Wow, that was a great conversation. We're the Young Jerks. We're getting phone calls. I'm really excited. We got a lot of good listeners tonight. I'm running the studio by myself, a new setup. It's not perfect. But it's getting there. We're, we're uh, the other night we had a basically a catastrophe. It didn't work out. But tonight I'm feeling a lot better. We got another call. Let's see who's on the phone. Hi, who's calling? Steve Schaefer. Wow. What's up, brother? Oh, oh, wait. There's a delay. I'm sorry. Um, let me just mute my computer. Yeah, okay. I was wondering um, what's going on. But I got no, the no, no, I got no. the famous Steve Schaefer. What is your your PayPal? How do people send you money? Let's get that right out of the way. <laughs> well, let's let's address that last. Actually, <laughs> um, it found, I, I listened to the whole thing up until now, um, and there was certainly a lot of discussion to talk about me, um, which is cool to see that uh, people you know um, are watching what I do. Uh, I was with Rod and Lauren the vast majority of the day today. But <clears throat> um, aside from that, 
where should we start here? Where do we, what do we do? Well, I think, I think mostly, you know, uh, number one, I want how, how can people find your videos? Cause that's how I watch you on Facebook. I know your yep, videos are they're all on Facebook. And the reason they're all on Facebook and not YouTube is because I used to put them on YouTube and no one watched them. I never got any views. Nobody ever like knew about them. I put them on Facebook and because all of my videos were like in my local area, they blew up because people started to recognize the people's faces that were in the videos. So they, they do much better on Facebook, but everybody can find 100% of my videos on Facebook. Um, I did just actually try to upload as a backup onto YouTube and it got deleted immediately. And I got a strike on my channel for hate speech. Yeah. So, that's, that's yeah. the tough thing on, on a lot of these platforms. When you're covering this stuff, when you're covering the bad people, they, strike us it's ridiculous so steve steve you've been trolling them like you are diana plus like is in love with you (laughs) hates you she's suing you what's going on because you you, you're about to put a bunch of videos out you've had them attack you steal your cameras almost stab you or did stab you tell us all about it all right so the thing we'll start with diana so I originally heard about Diana because of the incident in Nashaw with the Spanish speaking people. And that to me, uh, accosting somebody like that is 100% her right to do that. She should be legally allowed to do that. I have no qualms with, um, with, uh, with her ability to do that. And it is 100% my right to retaliate against her the exact same way. So all I am doing to her is what she did to other people. And now recently, the reason why I'm going so much, so, so much hard lately on her is because of she's, she robbed me. She stole my fucking memory cards and I want them back. And now I'm not going to stop until I get them back. <laughs> I don't blame you. You know that you, you put in the work. It's your property. It's like, yes. give, give, give it back. She stole it. And so, I, we, exactly. Yeah. And I've seen so them the, steal cameras from you. I've seen them. Uh, I okay. saw the guy. I, you know what? I, what I like about you too, Steve, is that you're like myself. Actually, one of the rare. You you know how to fight because like I'm a wrestler. You're you're a uh, oh you're a wrestler. Nice. Yeah, I'm a wrestler. Yeah. I used to coach and uh, you you a college okay. wrestler, USA high school wrestler, all of it. Oh no shit, nice. So At like that level, but you 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 took someone. Yeah, but you you're. I, I think you'd kick my butt actually right now because I <laughs> saw you wrestle this guy, Mr. Muscles. You did yeah. what I would have done. You held him down. You used his power against him, and you didn't hurt him. So I I do wrestle a little bit. Um. We do have a uh, wrestling classes at my gym, but primarily I do BJJ and MMA. I have a blue belt in jiu-jitsu under uh, Formiga, Rafael Formiga Barbosa. I've been training for years. Um, it's really, really helpful. I've almost, I think there's only been like two or three altercations in my life where I had to use it, but for the majority of the time, just, you know, verbal judo, as they say, is what I, is the best tactic you can have. But um, back to the Diana thing. You can you can think about me and Diana as Tiger King and that bitch Carol Baskins. So, that, that's the uh, the saga for for how to think about the two of us. Um, what what were your other questions about the um the, the what's what happened lately? Oh okay, so the bikers and all that and the um the stabbing and yes. the, the knife right? Yes. So <clears throat> first things first, the reasons why I haven't posted uh, a numerous videos are because I'm banned on Facebook. That's the biggest reason why I didn't post the videos. Second re- reason is because those videos take like 10 to 12 hours to make. 
And because they keep doing so many rallies recently, I don't have the time to edit them. Uh, like in between work and doing these rallies, it's just it's a very limited number uh, of hours in a day. So it, it's really coming down to that. The reason I um, what Loud said about making money off of it and kind of trickling them out isn't um, entirely accurate. The thing is, is that we invest so much money into doing this that the money we received back is like just barely enough to to break even. <laughs> oh, I know, man. I'm, I've done the same thing for years. It's like people, I yeah. and I see you. You're traveling everywhere. You're just in time, just the amount of time. Because you know, I'm yeah. not. You haven't seen me at these protests. I used to go do a lot of this stuff, but I don't do that much anymore because I'm working all the time, honestly. And it's about yeah. money. Like I would love to do that stuff if there was money there. And if you can find a way to get paid to do it, I say God bless you, especially the work that you're doing. You, because you, I want to say like you. I'm I'm a, I'm a politician. Like you, you're. I'm what you call a status. You call me a status. I do. I wasn't oh, always that way. I was like a libertarian. But like you, politically, like I like political campaigns doing change. You have your political campaign has exposed the local mm -hmm. right wing Trump contingent, the MAGA, the Massachusetts, Diana yeah. Plaus, Rayla. You've exposed them for being the violent thugs that they are. Am I correct? I believe that that's an accurate synopsis, and I think that that also is a very, a very highly needed service in the world today in the political uh, political climate. You see a lot of people with um, who have these extreme ideologies, and they wear a mask. And the reason why they wear a mask is because they don't want to suffer the negative consequences of what is inevitably going to happen to them. I mean, it's for certain. <laughs> So by us doing this, like it's very, very helpful for the local community to know what sort of violent people are in the area. Um, as far as what you were saying uh, about my views, the easiest way to think about them or uh, describe them is just Ron Paul. Um, if you look at Dr. Paul, uh, he was a big uh, libertarian candidate. I know um, Rod met some big people in the libertarian party. He met um, Gary Johnson. Yeah, I've so, interviewed him twice, actually. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. I, I, I was a big-time libertarian. I interviewed them all, like, but I'm not anymore. And Ron Paul, I, I kind of, uh, you know, met, but, you know, what, you know I, I just, uh, now it's, I, I feel like that was a front for Trump, honestly, looking back on Steve. I feel like they sheep-dipped us because I saw a lot of those Ron pe Paul people I was standing with back then, and they're now Trumpers. So there Sean, you go. So that's actually a perfect segue into the next part of this story. Um, I think you are right. There, there are some people who say left authoritarian um, is kind of co-opting left libertarian, which I do believe. And then they say that left, I'm sorry, right libertarianism is a pipeline into right authoritarianism. That's right. So um, on that note, the, what happened with the knife and those incidences um, there were two rallies, October 16th and October 17th. October 16th was in Munson, Massachusetts. Munson is a very like a rural town. It touches the Connecticut border. Um, we showed up, my friends and I, and I was dressed, I was in the Muhammad character and they were a little upset about that. And my sign though had Arabic writing on one side. So you couldn't see, you didn't know what it said. <laughs> and then, on the other side, it said, um, let Sharia in, 
And so I basically just went with the whole spiel of uh, we're Muslims. I'm a Palestinian Muslim. I'm trying to implement um, Islam in America and all this. And they didn't really get all that mad about it. So I went back to the car, got the American flag, walked into the center of their rally where there was a speaker and just dropped it on the ground. And they lost their minds <laughs> over it. I mean, like, the they, yes. Uh, to God, me, it's so silly. I, I, I never understood so that. Stupid. So stupid. The, the the belief and the worship in this flag is asinine. Um, <clears throat> so so that happened, and what what we kind of like could see and feel from the group there was that there was a large biker presence, the uh, the bikers for Trump. Um, so after that, I uh, that went on for like a little while, and one of my GoPros got stolen, and then it, it magically showed up an hour later without the memory card in it. So that's a criminal charge that's being prosecuted. Uh, we do have that guy. We, we have the guy who stole the GoPro out of my friend's hand on video. And we showed it to the police immediately. Um, they did a criminal investigation. The charges are actually pending in, um, I think, East Hampshire District Court right now. So it, it's being investigated. So then I went back to my car and I uh, started digging around for more props. And I found uh, my black dildo that has a suction cup <laughs> on the base of it took that, went back to the rally, walked in the center of them, pulled it out of my pocket and went and suction cupped it to my forehead. And they lost it over that. Lost it. <laughs> so then um, I was doing that for a few minutes and I was getting pushed around. They keep, I keep dropping the flag. They're trying to steal my flag. They're pushing me around, shoving me around. Very aggressive, very violent um, mob mentality. The cops look at me and they say, you go back in there again, you're getting arrested. To me. So I'm like, all right. So then I got the, the, the great idea because I had my GoPro and we got my friend's GoPro back. I'm like, wait a second. If the memory card's missing, I have extra memory cards in my car. Let's just go back to my car and get another memory card. We go back to the car and I'm putting another memory card in it. Cop comes up to me and says, put your hands behind your back. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. So I got arrested for disorderly conduct for the, the dildo thing. Um, I've been arrested for discon now like six or seven times. So we're very, very familiar with how to beat it. And the cop fucked up. Um, what you have to do for a charge to stick is they have to have a victim because they didn't have anybody stick around to fill out a report. A report. Who got exactly. a, who got upset? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All it does is just say numerous people were upset, but there's no official person for who this person upset is. So it's going to go, I'll probably get like two, three court dates and then it'll be dismissed. Um, so that, that happened in Moncton, right? So the way the geography of this area goes, um, we were we were leaving that uh, rally that night, and somebody told me that there was another rally the very next morning in a neighboring town called Belchertown. And I said, oh, my God, dude, it's going to be the exact same people again. We have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> because at this point, it's like less than 10 hours, <laughs> you know, that I'm walking out of the police department compared to, like, when the, the rally is the next morning. <laughs> We showed up the next morning, and it was literally the exact same people, 100% of them. And they, they immediately called 911. Um, a guy named, or I shouldn't give out his name yet. Um, I know who called 911, and then uh, he went straight to the police and said that we were trying to incite riots and all this, and the police were like, uh, don't get mad, I guess. <laughs> so, so that happened, and then all I did was just keep walking around dragging the flag, and they got incredibly violent. Um, the first instance of violence was uh, this guy 
I, again, I have his name, but I'm not going to give it out just yet. I got to wait for the opportune moment. Um, he, he had a flagpole and a Trump flag on it. And the flagpole is probably six or seven feet long. And he keeps turning around very quickly and smacking me in the head with the flagpole. Very obviously on purpose, but he's trying to act like he's smacking it. And he hit me in the head six times. And he bent my glasses. I was like, dude, these glasses were several hundred dollars. Absolutely not. Um, I wanted my deed. And so <clears throat> I went to the police, showed them the video, and they said, all right, we'll, we'll make them ID for a report. And the reason why getting somebody ID'd is so important is because now you know who they are. You can take civil action against them. So I was able to get his full identity. Um, I know where he works. I reported the incident to his uh, employer. I had several other people uh, report the incidents to his employer. Uh, I got his full address, everything like that. Um, that was the first instance of violence. The second instance of violence was about two minutes after that. I was walking on the sidewalk about seven feet in front of me. A woman got very, very scared. And she obviously knew who I was. And she goes, you get closer to me. I'm going to pepper spray you. And she pulled out the pepper spray and like clear as daylight. It's in her hand. I look at her. I'm like, what? I'm not doing anything. And she goes, if you get closer to me and her husband's standing right next to her and she, he's like, back up, back up. And I go, I'm standing on the sidewalk. I don't even know you people. Like, I literally didn't even, if you hadn't said anything to me, I wouldn't have even said a word to you people. No, I know. I saw that video. That that was ridiculous. <laughs> she, she was, you know, doing what they always do, uh, pretending to be a victim, but she was being yes. very malicious and, and uh, should have been charged. I mean, there was no reason. You've never and been. So, yeah. Yep. There was nothing, like, there was no reasoning for any act of violence. So she's standing there and just goes, <laughs> Sports me right in the face. And I'm like, ah, oh, what the fuck, dude? This is not cool. So it didn't sting at first. And then about five minutes later, oh, my God, the pain in my eye. You have no idea how bad it burned. So EMS came. They did a flush. Um, about 45 minutes later, it was actually all back to normal, surprisingly. Um, the back of my neck where all the fluid had ran down and my shoulder, the skin was burning on fire. It hurt so bad. That's awful. But my eye... My eye was fine. So um, we were a little disheartened at that point, but I figured, ah, fuck it. We're here. We might as well just go back into the rally, right? So we just go back into the rally, <laughs> keep dragging the flag on the ground, keep dropping it, and it got really incredibly violent again. Uh. So then some guy shows up and dressed in all black, very um, Antifa-ish, right? Yep. He had no signs whatsoever with him, though. I don't know if he's going to end up seeing this or not. But um, he, he shows up and he's got a predator mask on. So you couldn't see him at all. And he had his phone out in front of him, very obviously recording everybody. And he, um, and he says to people, uh, what he's doing, and he points at me, what he's doing is worse than what Cap did, Kaepernick, by kneeling, right? And so I'm like, dude, it's, it's a flag. It's not a big deal. And um, the people, the Trump people, um, they didn't really have anything to say to him. But then um, they started to engage him, and everything the Trump people said to him, all I did was echo it, and I said it back. And then they started yelling at him for some reason, even though he was against me, so he's kind of like on their side. They started yelling at him to take off his mask. So this guy takes off his mask, right? Again, no political ideologies affiliated with him or anything. He didn't have any BLM, Biden signs, Trump signs, ANCAP signs, nothing. Takes his mask off. It's a black dude. The Trumpers lost it. <laughs> it 
<laughs> and I'm thinking, all right, like, could you people be any more like, obviously racist? <laughs> what the and fuck? So he was like basically a black Trumper getting attacked by white Trumpers. No, he was. A, um, I later found his Facebook is. He's um, in Antifa. Very, uh, uh, no, no, no. Huge into BLM, anti-police, police okay. are killing all the black people. Yep. Um, uh, there were no um, political posts, but it was all just like raising awareness to the plight of ethnic minorities, right? Yep. And so this guy shows up and starts giving me a hard time, and then all of a sudden, once he takes the mask off, they're like, get the fuck out of here. You don't belong around these parts. I'm like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> How can you people say that? And then uh, I was, um, and then he said something. He's like, yeah, you're that guy who's been chasing that woman all across the state. And I was like, ah, shit, man. Don't pull my cover. Don't pull my cover. I was trying to be cool with him. And he's like, dude, I'm not on your side. Go fuck yourself. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. So we keep getting chased around by the people, um, the Trumpers, for dragging the flag and all this, right? Fast forward like a half hour later. And this black dude has like seven or eight of his friends show up, all of them also black. Um, they didn't have any real problem with the Trumpers because they were both against me dragging the flag. And I was there with my friend, the same one from the night before. So there's this guy with a megaphone, a Trumper, chasing my friend around with a megaphone. He's just trying to get away from him. And he gets closer to this guy who showed, the black dude who showed up earlier. Um, the guy, the black dude, they're both standing on a sidewalk. He looks at my friend and he says, you got seven seconds to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to punch you in the face. And my friend called his bluff very stupidly and just stood there. And he goes, seven, six, gets down to one, rears back, and just, boom, nails my friend right in the side of the head. Um, and then they, they videoed it and they posted their video. It's up. They're like bragging about it and laughing at it and everything. And it was so heartbreaking to watch that happen to my friend. And the worst part about it is that it was all caught on camera perfectly. We, he, my friend immediately went straight to the police and he's like, dude, look, I want to press charges against that guy. I showed him the video and they're like, well, you know, simple assault, state of Massachusetts, it's unwitnessed. We can't press charges, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what? I'm showing you the video right now. I was like, yeah, you can go down to the courthouse and file the charges yourself. We can't actually do it. Sorry. And that was like just so insulting and disheartening for that to happen because like, my friend didn't do anything to those people. He was just there with me, and I felt like I dragged him into it. So that was, um, the, next, that was the next act of violence. After that, the Bikers for Trump started um, – getting really violent again, pushing us around. They kept trying to rob my flag. And again, all of this was caught on camera, 100% of it, perfectly. So they, they keep trying to rob me of my flag. And this guy, who I don't want to give out his name yet, um, he pulls out a knife. And he's standing there with a knife in the hand. He says, give me the flag. I'm like, no, I'm not giving you the flag. I don't care if you have a knife. Takes uh, Because the flag is um, tied with string, plastic zip ties, and then also, um, yeah, no, 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 just string and plastic zip ties. So they broke the plastic zip ties, but they couldn't break the string because it's malleable, right? So he takes the fla- the knife, because I'm holding on to the flag now, and cuts the flag. <laughs> cuts straight, cut straight through it, and then takes the flag from me right in front of the police. Like, probably 30 feet away from him. But at that point, we had, like, caused such a ruckus that the cops, honestly, I think that they just didn't give a fuck about us anymore. Um, so that was that was the instance of the knives. And, again, um, 100% of it was caught on camera. And I also have uh, a friend of mine who was undercover in the, uh, the Trumper crowd. 
and he got um, them admitting to it all on camera as well. So that happened, and then the the rally is about to end, but I didn't know it. And my buddy walks up to me and goes, "Hey, dude, the cops are leaving. I think we should leave now." I'm like, "Oh shit!" And they were actually all getting into their cars. I'm like, "Oh goddamn, it's that late in the night." And so I walk up to the cop and I go, hey, dude, um, I really don't think it's safe for you to leave the two of us here alone with these people. Can we get a ride with you? And he goes, no. What? So as soon as they started getting into their cars, the whole crowd started chanting, oh, you're fucked now. Oh, just wait. We're going to get you as soon as these cops roll off. And I was like, ah, man. And you know, as a wrestler, too, like one-on-one, you can handle yourself, right? Right. (laughs) Dude, this was like six-on-one, seven-on-one. There was a crowd of probably 150 people there, but there were only six of the bikers people. And so um, I'm I'm standing there. This guy, um, the main biker person, walks around the corner of a building, and I see him walking around it, and I'm like, oh, man, he he means business. There's something bad is going to happen out of this. He comes back around the corner, and he's got a mask on. I'm like, bro, you have the same clothes on, and all your tattoos are showing. Like, what the fuck do you think that mask is going to do for you? You think I don't know who you are now just because you put up a face covering on? <laughs> like, dude, you have full sleeves. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so he comes around the corner, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, man, this, this shit's going to go down right now. And he says, it's your phone or your GoPro. Which one? And I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. And um, he he rips the GoPro out of my hand. I'm like, oh, I can't really like, fight back. How am I going to choke this dude out Like, if there's six of them, you know? And all of his friends are right behind him, too. So then my friend, though, who is undercover, um, got the, uh, the video, everything perfectly. And then my friend who was with me that night also got the camera angle perfectly. He, he rips the GoPro out of my hand, throws it to his friend. He says, rip the SD card out. So um, I immediately called 911. The police came back and um, they go, all right, well, we'll like put the word out about the camera that we need it back and all this. And... Um, it was, again, just really disheartening to see a lot of people be so okay with that level of violence um, that, like, uh, I'd say probably 80 people watched me get robbed right in front of this guy. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> it's it's, it's it really so, been bothering me, too, it, but I, yeah, I think people are seeing it. I think people are seeing it for what it is. And like, like did you see this week, because Rayla, Rayla uh, is another person who... She's attacked Steve. Like I saw, uh, not Steve, uh, your Steve, Michael Picard. She like ripped his sign out of his hand. She screamed yep. at Lauren's face. She's yeah. yeah. Uh, so earlier when Rod was on and he was yeah. telling Rod and they were telling you about that. I've actually I've seen Rod's video. He really did just peacefully walk up to her and say, "Hey, you want to do an interview?" And she just she lost it. It was so funny. Yeah. This and did you see this week that she <laughs> she had, she got in a fight and she basically got in a fight with two two young women. That got physical, yeah. and then she threatened board, Trumpers, though. and they're like filing charges. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny because the statists only speak the language of violence. You know, that's that's what the state is founded on. Taxation is an act of theft, so it it makes sense that that's the only thing they can they can think of as well. Um, the the fight that Rayla got into, it's funny because people immediately sent me her post about it before the video surfaced. And when I saw the post, I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, and you the did. Why, you said she's lying. She's a con. Yeah, you the, called it out. It's so funny. Uh-huh. Go ahead. The reason why I knew it was a lie is because I had all of the inside details about the harassment order that she filed against Mike and I. In the harassment order, 
she checked off a box and then um, inside that box, it said the defendants forced you into an involuntary act of sex. I was like, what? She put in this application that we raped her? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> and so just based on like what I knew about her from that, and then also um, consistently lying in the hearing, telling the judge that she never took Mike's sign out of his hands and all this, um, I was like, I don't believe this. Then the video service, and I was like, oh my God, dude, fuck everybody in this video first off, because they're all a bunch of ratchet ghetto people. And then secondly, Rayla got what she wanted, she clearly wanted to instigate a fight. It's so stupid. It is. It's she got exactly what she wanted. We're going to play some of those videos next. Uh, so, uh, what can people do to again help you support you? Because I support what you're doing. I support what you and Michael so, Picard are doing, and Rod Weber and Lauren Pespiza. I think you guys all do great things. Go ahead. We we have a PayPal. Again, I'm not trickling out the content. The only reason I'm not publishing it yet is because I'm banned once again on Facebook right now. Um, I got 28 days left in the suspension. It just happened. I got suspended because of um, posting the KKK photo. Um, so if anybody ever wants to help, um, any any monetary value is great uh, for, for the PayPal. You can find that basically all over my profile. More important than money, though, is how people are coming to me with so much information. That is incredibly valuable. Um, every single video I put out where people are violent, People come to me and say, hey, I know that guy. This is their profile. And then I take that profile. I send it to the police. I give that uh, to the to the criminal investigation. And then I can't really say too much, but um, I'm able to gain their identities um, through other means other than the police. So in the state of Massachusetts, I didn't know this until just recently. I was actually telling Rod and Lauren about it. You can file criminal charges against somebody without the police involved. You could just go to the courthouse and fill out the paperwork. And so what happened was um, the biker guys who kept robbing me, um, I took that video, I gave it to the Belchertown Police Department, they didn't want to do anything about it. So I found out that by going to the courthouse, you could do it yourself. So I listed on the application armed robbery, and um, it's actually, it's being prosecuted, it's going through right now. And then also um, I'm suing these people civilly for the monetary value of my property that they stole from me, so. If, but if anybody ever wants to support, money's great, but also just share the content and then help identify who these people are. Get me their employer's uh, informa- employment information. Um, their address is great. And the reason why I think their address is great isn't because I'm going to go to their house and like burn it down. Obviously, that would be highly unethical or immoral. I would never break up the windows, anything like that. But what I will do is I will go to their house and hold a sign outside of their house and alert all of their neighbors to what kind of people they are. And so I didn't say this yet in, in this stream with you, but everybody who robbed me, I actually have their address. 100% of them. Oh, and, that's awesome. I would love yep, to see you I, go I, to some I, of their, their neighborhoods. I would love to see that. Interview um, their mother. <laughs> uh, well, Mike, I got news for you. I actually did exactly that on camera. I went to their houses and I spoke to their moms. Oh, my God. This is going to be great. So yep. you have some great content coming out. Steve Schaefer yep. on Facebook. It's S-H-A-F-F-E-R. Perfect. That's it. So check out. It's Schaefer. It's actually Schaefer Steve on Facebook, isn't it? Isn't that the right. easiest? Right. Yes. It's my last name first, my first name last. Perfect. So Schaefer Steve and his buddy, Michael Picard, who's hilarious. Uh, 
I just uh, we we my girlfriend. I made her watch a few of your videos, and I I say stuff to her. Say you're sorry. <laughs> say you're sorry, honey. Say you're sorry. That's not nice. Good times, huh? <laughs> yeah. So you guys are stars, and I want to thank you for calling in. I want to uh, give you know we have this show been going for a long time. Lauren used to be actually my old co-host, but now I'm solo, and we do a lot of politicians and and you know electeds and cannabis as well different movements i would definitely love to keep in touch with you to have you give us updates about what you're doing yeah yeah no i've, I've certainly um i've been interviewed by the whole array of uh, political spectrum and um i've actually i've been interviewed by some people you, who you probably hate and can't stand i know rod and lauren would hate him um yeah. i'm kind of embarrassed to admit this but uh, actually uh, gavin mckinnis yeah he loves my content too well back in the day years ago he thought it was hilarious the, proud, the king proud boy I, would, I, I you know yeah. it's i would uh yeah i don't even i wouldn't even want to interview that guy honestly but uh, but i yeah. like you and i would definitely have you back I, I like what you guys did too on the ground you've done stuff in connecticut with uh jury nullification like you guys yep. have done real work yep. so yeah, yeah yeah civil rights civil rights yeah. activism so I want to thank you again for for calling in tonight and give me any updates, anything you ever have you want to promote yeah, in the yeah. Boston area. We we have a lot of policymakers, community leaders that listen to the show. Yep, perfect, perfect, awesome. So it's good talking to you, Mike. Anytime you want me on, I'll be on. Thank you, Steve. And tell um, Michael I said hello too. I will. I will absolutely. absolutely. All right, we'll talk to you Bye. soon. All right, we're the Young Jerks. We're going to play some more clips, too. Hey, Tom, it's Rayla. We got a big problem. Uh, Brock, who works with the sheriff, decided that it'd be either funny or okay with him to block me from the Massachusetts for Trump 2020 page, which I need access to because I need to post and also get all of the event information. This needs to be fixed now because I will find out where this little motherfucker lives and beat him a new asshole. 